Welcome back to Unstable and Unbridled. This is Liz. And I'm Rachel. And Happy New Year! It's the new year, and we made it six days without a world-ending problem. Has it been that long? I feel like there's kind of a big problem. I mean, that was more of a country problem, but... (laughs) Yeah, well, that's true, yeah. I mean, Kim and Kanye was, like, borderline for me, but the capital is... Wait, what happened to Kim and Kanye? They're getting divorced. Oh, is that surprising? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's been seven years. That's a long time for a celebrity marriage. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) Don't sound too upset. I'm real upset. (laughs) That is just too bad. (laughs) How was your New Year's? It was good. I worked all through Christmas um, at the hospital, which was not too busy, fortunately. And then uh, for New Year's, I went down to my in-laws' place in Naples, Florida, and it was lovely. We just had a karaoke party on the beach with literally the family <laughs> and perfect. one other person. And the group, we actually did get some fans who were sitting far away, so that was exciting. Um, <laughs> did you like have so a yeah, machine, or were you just like singing? No, we had a machine that had, like, lights and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, it was fun. How was yours? It was good. We just kind of worked, you know, rode the horses, and then Christmas Day, we did, like, a big brunch in the house with the girls on the farm, and... Then New Year's was pretty wild. I, like, went over to Maura's, and we had a glass of wine on her patio, and I think we were all in bed by 10, so... (laughs) (laughs) That sounds nice. a nice way to bring in the New Year. Like, a silver lining, I guess, of COVID year is... I kind of liked not having pressure to have, like, a huge New Year's ordeal. Yeah. I didn't mind. Yeah. I like going to bed early, just in general. Now I'm old. Yeah. I... I barely could stay up to midnight. Like Dan was, Dan was hyped and I was not. And I literally at twelve oh one, I was like, "All right, I'm going to bed." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, see ya. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah. So, do you have a? Um, I asked actually uh, people on the pod on the Instagram oh, yeah. who had resolutions, and we heard lots of good ones. Um, what before we get into those, what was your resolution? Do you have one? I mean, I don't, like, intention? literally do one. I feel like I do one all the time, and I feel like this goes back to our last podcast, but just trying to work out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. What about you? Mine is to read an, a book for pleasure once a month. Oh. Um, any yeah, book or, like, like a fiction book or any book? Any book. Any book. Because I absolutely love to read, and I just don't ever make time for it, and so I want to make time for it instead of doom-scrolling my news articles and looking at TV all the time. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, um, let's see. Some of the podcast responses that we got, um, we got some a lot of people who want to go showing this year, some first shows. Yeah, like on um, new horses and, and stuff. Yep, um, getting a silver medal in dressage. That's good. Um, riding more, that's always a good one. Um, who was that? All A's. Who was that? Maura Doherty? Or Maura Molzina? <laughs> no, uh, Anna Maria 44. Oh, hi Anna Maria. Um, Holla. <laughs> all A's for 2021 and to volunteer. 
That's good. All um, A's. My, my mom yeah. would have loved if that was ever a goal of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Meditate at least once a week. I love that. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, get up at the first alarm. No more snoozing. That's a really good one. Um, yeah, so have a happy and healthy foal. Love that. Beat Liz in an Apple Watch fitness challenge, which is impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I didn't wear mine today. Anyone could beat me. <laughs> Game on. I mean, to be fair, the person who put that probably actually does legitimately exercise more than both of us combined. Yeah, she like runs. She's like, I just ran 17 miles today. Yeah. I'm like, I, I literally don't think I've run that far in my life yeah. combined. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, lots of fun responses. I always just like hearing what other people's, uh, like, intentions are for the new year and not to, like, force people to be held accountable, but sometimes putting them out there makes you more likely to to complete them, I think, so. Put things out in the universe. Yeah. Universe. <laughs> universe. It will happen. Yes. It shall come true. So. so, I guess kind of related to new year's resolutions we could get into our podcast this week which is all about exercises yay both on and off the horse yeah so it's not just like self-torture but a little (laughs) um so let's start with good exercises on your horse that can keep you sharp in the winter um and in the summer too but definitely worth focusing on for the winter All right, so, like, to get started, I had seen a really great article um, called 15 Riding Exercises to Correct Common Leg, Seat, and Hand Problems, and kind of one of the main exercises I've been focusing on with my clients, especially clients that struggle with, like, keeping a steady contact, is... Um, having like too stiff of hands or arms. So like if your hands are too stiff and you're not able to follow your horse, you're going to be like constantly dropping a contact and not being able to keep it consistent, right? Because as your horse is moving, like their whole body's moving, their head and neck is moving, all of that. And so one of the exercises to do for that is like just start in the walk and you're going to work on maintaining like an ideal steady consistent contact so there should be weight in your reins and I think people get confused with like lightness or horses being light as like no contact and that's not the same thing so this this is to work on a consistent contact When a horse gestures with his head and neck and, like, moves it forward and back, like, in the walk and in the canter, if your hands aren't moving, your reins are going to get, like, loopy, and then the horse is going to hit the rein, and, like, the reins are going to snap, and that's uncomfortable for everybody. (laughs) Yes. So one of the things that you can do is, starting at the walk, you're going to separate your hands so they're about a foot and a half apart. You're going to, like, focus on, in the walk, your horse's head and neck gesture, which happens twice with every walk stride. So you're going to keep a light, steady contact, not heavy pressure, and concentrate on opening and closing your elbows, like, forward and back. So, like, as your horse's head and neck goes, like, out and forward, like, your elbow opens and goes forward, and then as it comes back, you have to, like pull your forearm back by like closing your elbow you're not pulling on the reins you're just following your horse's nose in as their head and neck gesture does that make sense yeah 
I'm practicing um, right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I am doing it too. <laughs> so, like, I like to tell the students, like this article says, to think of the reins as rubber bands and, like, don't let them get loose and tight, like, as the horse walks. And in order to, like, keep your horse walking, like, if you're taking more contact, what do you have to do? More leg. More leg. 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 <laughs> more leg. <laughs> That's how I teach. Kick him! <laughs> um, to prevent them from, like, stopping or slowing down or whatever as you take contact. And, like, as you're doing this, you can kind of, like, take turns and circles and, like, don't, like, in the beginning, don't allow either rein to touch your horse's neck. Like, so you have to really, like, keep your hands wider and out. And then, like, as you get better and better, you can, like, bring your hands back to a normal position. Um... And just, if you have mirrors or someone on the ground, like, that can, like, watch to make sure your reins aren't going, like, loose tight, loose tight. And then you can do it in the trot and then in the canter as well. And that's kind of a fun exercise to, like, work on keeping a contact. That's a good one. And I think that one not only benefits the rider, but also the horse. Because, obviously, I think anybody who rides regularly like you can feel the difference basically instantly when you keep a consistent contact because your horse pretty much reliably goes round right away <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely um yeah um, that's a good one do you have any favorites um as far as the contact goes i think one thing that and we've talked about this before at least i don't know if we have on the pod but um, kind of like what you were referring to with the difficulty in feeling what actually is a contact. A lot of people, I think, feel initially like they're pulling on the reins. Um, mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll like to go on the ground and like grab the reins and have people pull against me and and just get that feeling of the elastic elbow. Um, and so, you know, you can tie whether it's like literally reins or strings or exercise bands are good too. You can tie them to a surface and just practice like that feeling of, okay, here's actually pulling, here's just resting with a consistent contact versus loopy. Um, So that's funny. Like actually that's something I did with someone at home this week. I don't know who it was, but I, there was like a broken like lunge line or like lunge whip lash on the ground. And so I, I think it was Janae, actually, yeah. And so she, I was like, here, hold this, like, reins. And I, like, held the other hand, the other end, like, reins, like, both hands. And because we were working on, like, with Dylan, like, especially because he has arthritis and he's, like, really hard to make round. He, like, just if you can keep a consistent contact, like, he actually is a little bit better versus, like, trying to, like, pull on him because then he, like, gets mad. And so she, like, like you're talking about here is, like, I had her pretend like she was the rider and I was the horse. So, like, I told her, I'm like, don't let the reins, or fake reins, get any heavier or any lighter. And so I'd, like, slowly kind of pull away from her. And at first she's, like, kind of, like, holding. I'm like, oh, it's getting heavier. And then she's like, oh, okay. And, like, got it and followed towards me. Or, like, as I went to her, like, the first time it happened, like, it got a loop in it. And I was like, yeah, like, you have to take your hands back and understand that you're not pulling. You're literally just taking your hand back to maintain that contact. And that can be a really hard thing to teach because then I think, people don't quite understand it or like if you ask them to explain it back to you they're like oh you just like pull back and like put their head down you're like "Mm, not really (laughs) not quite (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's like a really good exercise, I think. Yeah, and I like the I like the idea too of just like widening the hands while you're actually riding because that makes it so much easier to get like a good feel of the corners of their mouth. And obviously, that's not like correct long term, but it's a good thing to practice until you can get better and narrow your hands. Yeah, absolutely. So good one. Yeah. What about other stuff on the horses? Some things like I tell my clients to work on is like Cavaletti work. And I think like a lot of people, like when they think of Cavalettis are like, okay, I'll set up four trot poles and they like do that. And that's a good exercise. But like, there's so many things you can do like jumping related over poles that you can like work on without actually having to jump. And one of my favorite things to do is circle torture. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so four poles on a 20 meter circle and you're going to work on your rideability, you know, being able to adjust their strides, whether that's like literally shortening or lengthening the step in the canner or like using the shape of the circle to like add and subtract strides between each pole. And it's just like is a good exercise you can easily do over poles in an indoor all winter long. Yeah, and very low impact. You're not going to be jumping your horse's legs off, and you can still get all of the benefits, basically, of jumping with circle torture just over poles. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any pole exercises you like? Um, I like doing uh, just literally setting out two poles. I don't walk any sort of distance. I'll just set them out, you know, 50 feet away from each other and then cantering them and seeing how many strides naturally that fit and then trying to adjust you know how many strides can I fit in there how many can I take out um yeah and that's the best yep just practicing all of the rideability and practicing too I think that's a really good exercise for the rider's eye because I struggle a lot like seeing distances isn't something that comes super naturally to me and so practicing over poles really helps me like Sometimes I'll just set out even one pole and say, like, okay, I'm going to count five down every single time. And right. practicing things like that. And once again, it's just a great way to practice those skills without jumping your horse's legs off. Because, you know, we'd all love to be able to practice that every single day over fences. But I don't think our horses would like that so much. Right. Well, that's funny because I was at um, John's for a lesson, I don't know, a month or so ago. And Jen was riding with me. I was on Tony. And there was, like, these... There were two poles set up just like that, like, in the field. I'm sure they were set on a distance. <laughs> but... Um, so we're cantering. I was, like, cantering over the poles, like, warming up. We were waiting for John to come out. And so then Jen comes out, and she's like, let's have a contest. And I was like, okay. She's like, let's see who can canter the most strides in between the poles. So I was like, okay, I'll try. I'll go first. And I I think they were set on a seven-stride line. Like, that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so I cantered down in 14, and she was like, oh, man, okay. And she came down and cantered down and did 15. Wow. So then I was like, all right, we're leaving him out. So then she, like, picked up a gallop and, like, galloped down to him. And I think she did it in five. So then I was like, okay, I got to beat her because she beat me the last time. <laughs> So I came down and galloped it in four. <laughs> it's like, you know, like super low impact, good warm up exercise, something fun you could like do with your friends at the barn. And like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think that's a great one. For sure. Love poles. All the poles. <laughs> um, do you know what the clover exercise is? I don't know. I feel like I do, but I don't know if I know 
it by that name, so educate me. I mean, I don't literally know. I've never, like, called it anything. So, like, you basically make four jumps, like, right next to each other, like, like in a plus sign. So they're all, like, right next to each other. And then let's say you're, like, looking at the jumps. So you're going to start on your left lead canner, and you're always going to jump the jump closest to you. So, like, (laughs) this is kind of hard to explain, like, without seeing a diagram. But let's say you're in a full-size, like, arena, and the the plus sign is in the middle. So you're going to, like, canner around, like, the full length of the arena. Let's say A is at the bottom and C is at the top. And so you start at C, you canner down the long wall, and at A, that's like the, now that side of the plus is closest to you. So you're going to turn on the left lead and jump um, the side closest to you towards the letter E. So okay. I feel like you're going to have to like draw an arena like so as like I'm explaining the this. Line kind of? Yeah, like so you're jumping perpendicular over the center line. And then you land and you turn left and you make like a tight rollback turn. And now you're jumping like A going towards C over the fence that's closest to E. Mm -hmm. And then you make a tight left rollback turn. So you like turn back into the wall and you're like turning back going over center line again, jumping the fence closest to C towards the letter B. And then you turn left again, roll back, turn, and you're jumping the defense closest to B towards the letter A, tight roll back, turn, tight roll, I'm like drawing a picture, so I'll post it, (laughs) draw, um, roll back, turn, jumping like back towards the letter A or E over the first jump. And then so saw that like uh, William Fox Pitt did that in a clinic a few years back. I feel like I watched videos of that. Oh, that'd be scary. <laughs> yeah, not the type of exercise you'd want to do in, in front of him unless you've practiced. So practice now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, basically each time you go around, you're making the same hand turn. So if you, like, draw a picture and you put the X in the middle, you, like, make these, like, loops going back to each one. So I'll, I'll make sure I post a picture if people are curious as to what that is. Um, but it's, it's a good exercise working on tight turns, you know, straightness, like if a little bit of like counterflexion coming out of your turns, it's a fun one. I like doing that one. Yeah. Especially too, if you have a horse that's like weaker on one lead, you can really practice like getting their shoulder in front of them and keeping their inside hind engaged and yeah, good stuff. Um, another one that we... I have people practice a lot on the flat is um, walk trot transitions in the shoulder in. So Ooh, that's a goodie. Yeah, so I'll have them start in the walk and then go into a shoulder in and then do an upward transition in the shoulder in. Um, and it really helps keep them nice and straight and helps engage that inside hind foot. Because um, the shoulder in kind of, in a way, to me, is like a magic a magic movement. It's like yeah. the best way to engage their inside hind foot. Magic, from, magic, yeah. magic. This magic movement. Oh. <laughs> um, so, like, if I want a horse to extend differently, or if I want them to, like, do a more powerful transition, etc., then I will almost always somehow incorporate a shoulder in. So, 
Like for beginners, I think a good place to start is do a couple transitions in the shoulder in. They'll probably feel horrible. They'll probably look horrible. But by golly, once your horse is nice and straight and you do just a regular transition, you're going to have like the lightest, most engaged transition ever. So. Yeah, I like that. I, I like. believe I just said by golly. <laughs> by golly. Like lightness as in like no contact, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we by don't golly. Oh, by golly. Oh, by golly. Your horse will be nice and straight and powerful. <laughs> by golly gee. <laughs> um, I like doing another exercise I feel like people forget about is turn on the forehand and head to the wall leg yields. Like, I did a clinic, I think it was with Tick. He was at the farm up north probably two summers ago now. Yep. And he was like, all right, we're going to do turn on the forehand. I was like, I don't think I've done that since I was eight years old. (laughs) Like, what? You're like, you have to think about the AIDS for a second. Yeah, I'm like, wait, I don't even know how. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's a good exercise, like, especially for... Uh, young horses, like teaching them to kind of like move away from your leg or move away from pressure. Um, and I feel like the ladies like to do it a lot. Like you can work on the head to the wall, leg yields, like just in the walk and then do a turn on the forehand, like to finish it, go and then go back the other way, like on a long wall or something. Yeah. That's a really good one, especially to, to kind of like tune up up your horse at the beginning of your ride to make sure they are listening to your leg because sometimes it's so easy like if you're kind of in the beginning stages and you're not doing advanced lateral work like shoulder and haunches and half passes like sometimes it's hard to know if your horse is on the leg aid or not and that's a really good way to check because if you stop to do a turn on the forehand and your horse stands still or backs up or walks forward they're not on your leg aids <laughs> right right no it's a good one it's a funny it's a funny it's, <laughs> it's a, a fun, fun one. one yeah it's a funny and then after that you're gonna stop your horse and do around the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> each direction <laughs> and then we're gonna do a backflip off your horse to dismount but i will hold you <laughs> yeah. i feel like somebody posted that in that facebook group that shit eventers unite group i hope if you don't know what that is everyone look it up and join it it's hilarious although i'm gonna say i have a little bit of a grudge against them because both of us actually have been trying to post videos of us being funny kind of (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they haven't been approved and like i see these other videos come on and i'm like how did this video get approved and we haven't been posted ours are like epic and this video is dumb so if anyone knows how to get a video approved or like who the moderator or whatever you're called is like if you're listening seu we've got beef yeah hook it up or we might have to unfollow. And by that, I mean, no, we're not going to do that because it's, yeah. it's too epic. There's so many good ones. So it's, it's good for a laugh, and it's good to remind us that, like, even the best sometimes have horrible... Yeah, I feel faces. like somebody just posted that pretty epic Boyd fall where he just gets, like, flung, like, slingshotted into the ground by a young yeah. horse. Yeah, is that the one that's, like, a real promising young horse? Yeah, and the best is he, like, sits it so well because he's, like, going to the fence 
the horse like literally gets there and is like heck no and he like rears jumps backward Boyd's leg is like like he literally looks like he's like bronc riding or like yeah. his leg like straight out in front of him he's like god he's gonna save it then the horse bucks and he just like flips like <laughs> yeah. so hard like head over feet and like of course he just like stands up and walks over to his horse I'm like I think I would be laying there like he's lucky he didn't break his neck. <laughs> like, oh my god! Well, he probably broke something and then just no, I don't think. Gone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> or he tore his groin. I feel like that's what he's been having issues with. Poor Boyd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor Boyd. All right, another exercise you can do is no stirrup work. So. this is a hard one (laughs) so like especially with people who like haven't had a lot of experience with no stirrup work the first thing I recommend people to do is like just start in the walk and as you're walking around like warming up like or cooling down like just drop and pick up your stirrups drop and pick up your stirrups drop and pick up your stirrups and people who haven't done this like it you like forget how hard it is actually um you know, so, like, once you get the feel for that, then, like, keep progressing. And I'll do similar stuff. Like, I remember, I think it was, like, at the beginning of COVID or, like, when I came home this spring, like, I had posted a video. And, like, on Tony, I like to do this a lot, is I will, like, post 10 steps, like, with stirrups. And then I'll drop my stirrups and post 10 steps without stirrups. And then pick them up and I'll post 9 steps with 9 without eight with eight without and so on like all the way back to zero and then like back up again and it's just like for me it's like more entertaining or like keeps my mind stimulated breaking it up like that rather than just being like I'm gonna post without stirrups for 20 minutes like no like and then I get to practice like picking them up as I'm like on this count and like (laughs) trying to ride like it just gets really complicated I swear (laughs) so try it (laughs) yeah there was a good conversation this year I think um like because historically it's been no stir up November where you're supposed to just like take your leathers off your saddle and like throw your stirrups in the trash for the month which I do think can be helpful for a lot of riders but there was a good conversation this year that like that's actually probably almost cruel in some cases because some riders just don't have an independent enough seat to do that. But you have to build up a seat somehow, so it starts by doing things small. And, like, um, I've had even some of our pretty advanced students doing no stirrup work um, on the lunge line this winter just because it's a different feel. It, It allows you to really focus on exactly what you're doing with your body and exactly what parts of your leg you're using. Um, Right. And I think that can be really helpful, especially if you're a fairly advanced rider, but you're only riding one horse or you haven't really thought about your position because you've been working on a certain thing with your horse or whatever. You know, that's funny because I did this, like, young horse challenge and posted it on Facebook. And I'm supposed to ride a young horse, and he was supposed to be a four-year-old, around bareback. So I took Freddie out, who was three, and <laughs> rode him bareback. I was like, I oh, hope he's good. Like, <laughs> um, And, like, right away, I, like, I pick up a trot, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to slide right off. <laughs> like, and, and, like, no stirrups, like, bareback. Like, I haven't ridden bareback in a, quite, a, quite a long time. Like, I feel like all of the riding I've, I do normally is, like, per, like has a purpose where I feel like when I used to bareback ride, it was, like, just for fun or, like, 
whatever. And um, I actually, it, I was like, oh, this is like good practice. So I did some walk track canner to like take a video to post online. It's on my Facebook. Um, and he, of course, was very good, but it's similar. Like no stirrup and bareback work. Like it's very similar. Yeah, I like riding bareback. I ride bareback a couple times a month, I would say. With a pad or without? Um, without in the past, but I actually just got a bareback pad for Christmas, so I'll probably use one now. Oh, that's exciting. But Magic has a really good bareback back because he doesn't have tall withers and he's got a pretty broad back, so it's yeah. pretty comfortable. But well, that's like um, they do those bareback like. Jumping competition sometimes where they, you know, whoever jumps the highest fence bareback. I don't know about that. Yeah, I would be scared to do that. I think that's for me. Yeah. Yeah, but I am not opposed to trying maybe some poles. I think it's so cool though. I think it's Jenny Branigan has on her horse trailer a photo of her. I think she like won the contest one year. And they, like, are jumping a brick, like, Poussin's wall. And well, it's pretty... Ashker did that, too, with that little, um, like, spot The patty. Horse. The yeah. patty. Patty, I think. No. No, no. What's his name? Patch. No. What's no, his name? Patch. I want to say Spot. <laughs> That's not his yeah. name, either. Oh, I'm... my gosh. What's his name? I'm sorry, lady. I can't remember his name. It was a little, the... it was a little black and white. I'm assuming Pinto, yeah, that was super cute. And she was in a bra also, I think, which I don't know what that was about. (laughs) So so sometimes if you, like, have a rail, you can either be done or to, like, stay in the class, you have to, it's like strip jumping. Like, you have to take an item of clothing off. So, you know, that's pretty casual. Yeah, but, yeah, I remember she did that, and it was over really big jumps. Yeah, like, they get big, yeah, good for them. Now I'm really mad. I'm going to look up that horse's name just so I, we can say it on the pod. Sporty? Sporty. Sporty! Sport! Yeah, that's his name. You got it. <laughs> I was like, spot. Spot. It's not spot, but it's something yeah. like that. Sporty. Sorry, Lainey. <laughs> yeah, we came up with it. We figured um, it out. And then we also like to do some groundwork, especially during the winter when there's nothing else to do. Well, I do groundwork all the time. It's the best. And, um, like, there's some really fun exercises you can do. Just, like, you know, you can just do, like, your basic groundwork, like, like working your horse around you, like, stopping, having them, like, face you, moving their haunches away, you know, changing direction back and forth, walk, shot, canter. You can have them back up. You can walk them over a tarp. Um, there's this cool, uh, figure eight exercise you can do around barrels, which is like pretty challenging. So like, as you get better, that's something you could like add in, uh, leg yields, anything like you can do so much stuff on the ground and it's actually a lot of fun to like watch the horses like process all this stuff too. And like, you learn a lot too. Yeah. And I think horses, most horses really like it. Like magic, who we always joke is shifty. He's super curious. He loves to like explore things on the ground and he also loves treats. So he really enjoys groundwork. (laughs) Yeah. So there's lots of fun things you can do with that or like treat because he likes treats. Like you can set up things around the arena and like put treats on them. And like, you try to get him to like, you know, like you stand at the end of the rope and you like try to get him to go over to the barrel. You know, if you're on like a eight foot rope, 
like trying to like use your body language to guide them over there and it's it's fun because then they're like oh I get a treat when I come over here yeah yeah Um, and I like setting down tarps or um like you know scary jump obstacles for them to explore and walk on and sniff and yeah or like even lunging them over jumps like I do that a lot with especially with the young horses and even with the seasoned ones like just to keep them a little bit like sharp and like thinking on their own yeah that's good for them we it's actually fun. just did a big groundwork session, like, last week with everyone on the farm. We all took a horse out to the field. I think we had six horses out there and went through, you know, some of those exercises, so. Fun. Oh, one of the things I like to do, which we'll do, we'll go on, like, group trot sets and canter sets down here. But, like, when you're trotting and doing fitness work is, like, doing your two-point a lot, obviously. As much two-point as you can do is, like, going to help make you really strong, but... An, like, just like I talked about with, like, dropping your stirrups and picking them up, this is kind of, like, a fun way to, like, keep it a little more interesting. And so we'll, like, two-point by, like, first you start, like, by doing two-point for one extra beat. So it would be, like, changing your posting diagonal by standing instead of sitting. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of sitting two beats, you just hold your two-point. Yeah, and then you hold it for two beats, like two more beats, and then three, and then four, and then five, and then you, like, keep building it up or building it down back and forth, like, just like the other exercise I talked about. And it just, like, keeps it a little interesting, and um, it's good because, like, having to, like, lower yourself and stand up, like, that alone, like, also takes, like, different muscles rather than just, like, posting every beat, which, like, your horse kind of, like, throws you out of the saddle. So, like, posting, once you figure it out, it's pretty easy. And then a little bit, I feel like with two-point, it's like, okay, I can, like, stand here, but then to have to, like, stand two beats and sit down or stand three beats and sit down, like, and just, like, counting it in your head, like, it just adds, like, another element in it and keeps it interesting. Yeah, I like that. I need to practice my two-point always, I feel like. Just, be, it's good. Like, it is good. It's hard. Where does, like, your two-point, like, if you two-point for a long time trotting or cantering, is there, like, a place that it hurts you the most? I, it hurts my lower back, actually. Yeah, so, actually, <laughs> I was going to say my calves, usually, and my lower back are, like, the first things to, like, like, as I'm doing it, like, oh, I'm getting fatigued there. <laughs> yeah, and I notice that when I do gallop sets, too, and I always kind of feel, like, a little weird or guilty about it, because I'm like, I don't know if my low back is supposed to be hurting right now, actually, but... No, I think that's pretty common. I wouldn't feel guilty. Okay, good. But, yeah, usually my low back. So, that's probably a good place to then transition into human exercises, Speaking of low backs. My favorite. <laughs> I love human exercises. Yeah, same. I haven't figured out a way to love human exercises since our last podcast, so. Yeah. I mean, me either. Do you have any, like, things, like, if you're like, I'm going to work out and I don't want to, so I'm going to do, like, these few things. Like, is there anything you're like, okay, I'll do these, like, that are better than other things? Um, for me, that usually just looks like going on a long, slow run. I'll just be like, okay, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to start out walking and then I'm going to pick up a jog and then I'll just go like a couple miles. So I shouldn't even say a long, slow run, a short, (laughs) slow run. (laughs) I just threw up in my mouth. I'll just go a couple (laughs) miles. (laughs) Like, 
literally, I don't know that I could run a mile, like, <laughs> at, at a, even a slow jog. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could if someone was trying to kill me or offer me money. <laughs> but, like, if I willingly went out to jog a mile, I don't know if I could do it. Just, That's a lie. I could do it. <laughs> I just don't. Um, Mentally, I might not be able to. Physically, I think I'm fine. It's just I have a mind really problem. hard time, like, pushing myself at home with like weights and stuff because I just am like this is really hard I'm gonna stop (laughs) yeah see I like doing the stuff at home with like my dumbbells and I have those straps uh, these like TRX straps and there's like a lot of good videos like on YouTube I can like watch and you can do like rows and squats and biceps and I don't I don't even know what half of them are called I just like watch the girl on the video I'm like ugh (laughs) Why does she make it look so easy? Which actually brings me to a point um, that I thought about. I was at my friend Maria's. We had dinner together the other night. And she was, like, showing me some workout tapes that she, like, used to do. Like, some old DVDs. And I was like, yeah, like, I just, like, have a hard time doing those because they're so hard. And there's, like, all these, like, super hot, skinny, super fit people on them. And they're like, yeah, push harder, work harder, do more. And, And I'm over here, like... Looking at my tummy every time I like squat or like bend over, like what on and earth is this? And somehow like never break a sweat, and I'm yeah. literally drenched, like panting for my life. So I want to make a workout video <laughs> featuring yours truly <laughs> in like a sports bra and like tight shorts, just like as is who I am, belly rolls and all. Like, like okay, guys, we're gonna start with. Three squats today. <laughs> I like it. Like, you and make it that. for, I feel like, I more of an average person than... And make it funny. I think people would like it, actually. I would like it. Like, I would like to see someone like me, who's, like, still, like, fit and, like, active, but, you know, whatever. Like, I am what I am. <laughs> and Rather than I someone agree. who's, like, super tight and, like... Like supermodel status. Like I don't want to watch you work out. That just makes me want to go eat a cheeseburger. Like my motivation does not work that way. <laughs> I did an ab class or like an ab YouTube video with my sister in law when I was down in Naples, and literally this girl has like perfect hair. It's down. She's got a full face of makeup. That bitch did not break a sweat the whole video. And by the end, I literally was like, I feel like I'm gonna poop my pants because my abs are so tight. Like, how is this? A thing. <laughs> yeah, or like I'll see people on Instagram and they'll like post a story or whatever and they're like, just got done at the gym and they're like going through their, like putting their fingers through their hair and they're like, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, if I went to the gym and just did what you did and I ran my fingers through my hair, they'd be like, oh, did you go swimming at the gym? <laughs> like, like yeah. what were you doing there? Why are you so red? Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, your face is sweaty. Like, like what? I don't want to see that. Like, I want to see someone struggling. I want to see someone who's like having a hard time doing this because I can relate to that and pushing through despite I mean yeah or being like you know what I'm not gonna push through today and that's okay (laughs) like all right we're gonna do one less than we thought right right but we're here we're doing this we're doing something like yeah 
That's why I think gyms are so intimidating because I feel like everybody there is like already so fit. And I'm like, hey, hey, I want to do some setups. I think you're just going to the wrong gyms because I go, the gym I go to, there's like definitely a lot of people who are working hard to get fit, but are not I mean, there yet. Let's be honest. I probably actually haven't been to a gym in at least five years. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't, I've paid for a gym for the last year and a half and haven't been in a year at least so yeah actually so. Heidi at home which don't ever ask me how I did this like we used to go to these classes at and it's called Tiger Fit and they were like bar classes and we would go up and we would go to the gym at like 5:45 in the morning which literally don't ask me how I ever did this yeah it seems impossible and we probably did this for three or four months together, probably three or four times a week. And That's awesome. I, yeah, it was fun, like, kind of. <laughs> like, I just okay. don't know, you know, like, something happened. We probably, like, went on vacation for a week and came back, and we're like, eh, we're good. <laughs> like, yeah, you're off We're not wagon. going back. <laughs> like, and that's where I think it's funny. Like, people say, oh, to create a habit, you have to do something for 28 days in a row. Um... Mm. Okay, maybe, but to break a habit, you have to do not do it for one day in a row. Exactly! So, like, I could, like, so I take a Meprazole every morning because I'm really bad at uh, GERD. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I have to, like, like, it's not a habit. Like, I have to, like, half the time I, like, go out to ride, I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I forgot to take my Meprazole. Like, and I do, I've been doing that for two years. Like, it is still not a habit. I take it every day, just, like, not sometimes in the morning. Sometimes I forget. Like, like how do I just, like, make it a part of, like, brushing you gotta, your like, teeth? Yeah, you got to put it by your toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, it helps. I, like, could not swallow pills literally until probably last year, and I just... I just did it. I taught myself. I was like, do it. <laughs> I used to I used to have to chew up food and then like stick it in my mouth and swallow. <laughs> oh my god. I was a child. I'm a child. Yeah. Well now that we've cleared the air about our gym feelings, which hopefully many of our listeners share, what types of specific exercises do you like? So I actually I see some things listed in our notes. I like doing deadlifts. Do you know what deadlift is? Oh, I like, yeah, I like deadlifts. Um, which I don't have a big old barbell at home. Like, I think that's the easiest way to do it at the gym, a deadlift with a barbell. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like, Googled some different ways to do it. And I have, like, these rubber bands or, like, heavier, like, dumbbells that you can do it at home. Like, there's ways to do it. And it's a good exercise, and it's very similar to doing squats, which, like, I don't really like to do squats I have my left knee is really bad like on days I ride in my jumping saddles all day or like do trot sets or like if I am doing squats like my knees get super sore which like really kind of worries me that maybe there's actually something wrong with them but I'm not gonna look into it so I don't really want to strain them too much um but I think like deadlifts are a good way to put a little less like pressure on your knees and still get like a similar effect yeah, for sure. Good booty builder. Booty, booty, booty. I feel like push-ups, even though I hate them with all of my might, are a great full body workout. They are. Um, I did push-ups. I did my push-up challenge. Like you a rock star. did. I think it was 25 push-ups for 25 days, thanks to John. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I don't th- true. 
I think there was like two people I tagged in it. You're supposed to tag a person every day that like actually did it. <laughs> actually, yeah. I think it's just. I feel uh, like just Maria no. My did sister it. did it. No, my sister did it too. Kiki did it. Oh, that's good. And Maria, yeah. I think those were the two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the push-ups, push-ups and burpees both. I hate. Oh both God, of them burpees so are the much. worst. <laughs> but they do get you a good full body workout. Planks Ugh. are similar. I hate planks too because you're just holding it. I hate anything you just have to hold. Yeah, I'd rather I, be like active. So I'll do those like ladders. Like I have those ladders outside. They're like little squares, and you do different exercises like a grapevine or like hopping or whatever, like running through them, high knees, you know, butt kicks. Yeah, jump That's roping. That's a good way to oof jump roping. Those both ladders and jump roping like get your my cardio. I'm like through the roof. I'm like. Yeah. Like, and I, for everyone it's different, but, like, if my heart rate gets to, like, 170, 180, like, I have to stop and breathe because I'm, like, (laughs) (laughs) and I I know it's funny because I've talked to other people where, like, uh, another friend, she's, like, oh, well, like, when I'm riding my cardio gets to 180, I'm, like, I would drop dead off a horse if that was the case. Like, when, when I'm at 180, I'm, like, that tired, like, (gasps) I don't really know. I don't ever check my heart rate, to be honest. I'm going to look right now to see what it was when I was riding today. But I'm resting. I'm usually in the 90s and low 100s, so I feel like mine probably creeps up to the 200s sometimes. What? 200? I'd be, I think I'd straight up have a heart attack. Like, dead. What's the <laughs> average human heart rate at rest? 60 to 100 is average at rest. And so you're normally at rest between 90 and 100? Yeah, I'm always ticking along quick. What's wrong think, with your heart? I thought the stronger your heart was, the lower your heart rate was. I think it's because my blood pressure is always really low, so my heart has to, like, compensate by beating fast. I have low blood pressure, too. Is that normal for women? Yeah, it's pretty common. Because I'll take uh, this, like, low blood pressure medication for my toes, like, when it, like when it's cold. And they're always like, be careful if you stand up quickly. <laughs> you might pass out because your blood pressure will just drop. Yeah, oh, I was... Good to know. Get, I get um, head rushes, like, basically every time I stand up, I would say. Weird. Yeah, it's... Oh, every time I go to the doctor, it's, like, 80 over 40, and they're always like, oh, we're going to recheck your blood pressure. I'm like, well, <laughs> if you looked in my chart, you could see it's literally always like this, so... Yeah, right now I'm at 98 beats per minute. Resting heart rate, mine says 69. That's good. Anywho, um, another You can thing tell how much we like exercises. Yeah. <laughs> so on a different um, note. Another thing I think is really important, especially for riders, is yoga slash stretching. Yoga. 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 I, I don't like yoga. So good. I like happy cow, sad cat, or whatever that stretch is. <laughs> well, it's just cat or cow, and then happy baby. <laughs> okay, I'll, I like those three. Um, and down the one where you stretch your back, down dog or something. Yep, down dog's a good one. Especially for riders, I would definitely recommend pigeon pose because um, that stretches out your hip flexors, which are notoriously tight in riders. Um, And we can post some diagrams of what exactly that looks like. And then cobra pose is really good for low back pain. Um, I recently went through a course of PT and graduated from PT for sciatica. 
And basically... Graduated like you're done? Your back is fixed? Yeah. It's better. Um, (gasps) Till you go back to Florida? (laughs) I mean, I still do my exercises uh, regularly because otherwise I notice symptoms. But um, yeah, and so Cobra Pose basically is what I did. That was my exercise. That was your go-to. Yeah, and then Cat Cow where you arch your back like a cat. And then, Happy cow, sad cat. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Stretch it out like a cow. And then happy baby. I don't know really what happy baby is for. I think to stretch your low back. Stretches your hip flexors too, I think, good. right? Well, you're contracting your hip flexors in happy baby, so. I don't Wait, know. Wait. What is happy baby again? It's like where you lay on your back and then you grab your feet with your hands and just like roll around on your back. But Sounds like a sad baby. <laughs> it feels good. Um, yeah, so anything that stretches your hip flexors, your glutes, and your low back is going to be key for riders. Key. Key. And I agree. Really say you should stretch twice a day, which I Oof, think is that's a, lot a lot to ask. Yeah, most people don't do that probably, but it's a good habit to get into doing at least once a day or right before and after exercise if you can. We're, we're busy peeps. At least try to stretch once a day. Yeah, like when you wake up in the morning is a good time or right before bed. That's when I usually stretch because um, I hate going to bed feeling naughty and tight. Naughty, K-N-O-T-T-Y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many funny things we could say. <laughs> we're we're pot appropriate though, so yeah, we don't. that's right. We have young <laughs> listeners, so naughty K N O T T Y. Naughty like a sailor's knot. <laughs> yes, that's right. Any other exercises that you think are important to keep our listeners fit? Mm. Walking is good if you don't like running. Like just trying to walk. Like actually walking is quite good for you. And it's low impact. Like, I'll take the dogs for a walk around the field, which I haven't in a while. I'll start doing that again because they're so cute and they get so happy. Um, But that's, like, an easy exercise to do as well. And, like, throw a good podcast on, like, Unstable and Unbridled. You know, like, that's a good one I heard. Yeah, a great one. Someone say. <laughs> review us, by the way. If you haven't reviewed us, please give us some reviews. And good or bad, like, we'll take it all. Obviously, we prefer good ones, but only if it's the truth. And if you have any suggestions or, like, if there's something you don't like or something you want to hear, as always, shoot us a message. We can send you videos of us working out if that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's something you want to I see. I mean, I not great, I did post but. a workout video, and I made sure to, like, make it super high speed so you couldn't really focus on me. And it was like, oh, look at how fast she's going. But you could tell it was sped up, so. <laughs> <laughs> I am starting a new nutrition thing with this CrossFit gym. And I'm, I like, told them. They're like, oh, you should join. I'm like, I am not ever joining and coming to CrossFit. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... A whole new level. I'm like, I'll do the nutrition program because that's like I need to do that um, to just get more fit and whatnot and start there. And like if I become a crazy, super like healthy person, then maybe I'll do CrossFit someday. But that's like a really low chance, I think. So, yeah, I... I don't want to say anything bad about anybody's like preferred work method of working out. I think any way you work out is great. I just personally don't think CrossFit is for me. I've had a lot of bad injuries in the past and I would be very nervous about making them worse. 
Yeah, I can't do squats. I'm not going to do a handstand, although I would love to someday be able to do a handstand. So maybe well, maybe that's going to be my new... Uh, yeah, I can do a headstand. No, I can't even do a headstand. I can do a headstand with my knees on my elbows, but I can't actually put my feet in the air. You can. Oh, well, that's going to... that's That'll be my New Year's that. resolution. Yeah, we both can learn to handstand this year. Oh, I mean, okay. Fine. I'm going to take it with you. I'll right. do it with you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to do it. I put it in the universe. It's out there. Yeah. You manifested it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I think my, it was my mom was telling me, my uncle the other day was saying, he was, like, worried about me riding or something or whatever. It's nice to know my family loves me. Serious, I mean, not seriously, not sarcastically. <laughs> um, and was saying something... That he was, like, worried. I can't even remember what it was. Like, worried about me riding. And he just texted my mom and was like, I just have to tell you this, that this is a worry. Because if I, like, put it into the universe that it's a worry, like, it's not going to happen. And my mom was like, yeah, that's, like, true. Like, you know, you worry about all these things, this, this, and this. Or, like, you have kids and you worry about them doing this, this, and this. And it's, like, all the stuff you, like, didn't even think to worry about that that's actually the problem. And he was like, yeah, see? It's the stuff you don't put into the universe that you, like, are worried about that actually gets you. So we're just putting everything into the universe now. I don't know. I'm, I, like, worry. I need to just practice, wor- like, worrying about th- I need Nothing. to practice not worrying about things that are out of my control. That's my biggest problem. I'm always worrying about things that are completely out of my control. I agree. I mean that I mean that's for certain things is hard. Yeah. It's just the way of the world. It is. It's hard. Well, I don't know if anyone listening has good exercises on your horse, off your horse, like that you're thinking we need to know about or do. Actually after I posted those videos of me working out. I had two people send me video links to, like, TRX exercises. And, like, I love that stuff. So if you guys, like, have anything that you like to do, if you have, like, a like a workout video you follow or even just, like, exercises, send it to us because we like that stuff. How about this? How about this? If you send us videos or recommendations, we're going to post videos of us doing them. We'll do them and then... We might only do them one time ever, but we will post a video of it, okay? So there's your challenge, listeners. Send us videos and we will do them. We will video them. We'll give them our best shot and we'll post them up on our Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and we'll be very sweaty so you'll feel in good company when you try to do them. It'll also. look like I just went swimming, but I promise I probably didn't. Generally. <laughs> yeah. Sweat party. Okay, well, oh my god, we almost forgot the most important thing. Oh man, I don't even know if I have a saddle sore ready for this. Do you? Oh boy. Um domestic terrorism? No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um no, actually I thought of one today and it's when people just like crank up the lunge line in a crazy way and then hang it up in no specific fashion. 
I don't like that. I probably was the one who said that. <laughs> no, just kidding. It was probably Diana because she lunged Melody last. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I like it when people either wind them up in little coils or fold them. That's my favorite because folded is safest. So then I can just pick it up and use it right away. That's that's my sense. I like actually when they're not folded and they're um, like looped, 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 and then wrapped around the end and like run back through. It's kind of annoying to get off, but it like keeps them really tidy like when they're hung up. They do look tidy that way. And I always just, like, chuck them out and, re- like, fold it in my hand anyway, like, once I clip it to the horse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my saddle sore. What's yours? I guess cooking. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> cooking is, like, ugh, why is it so hard? It takes so much. I am grocery shopping. That's, like, one of I hate grocery shopping. Oh, I hate um, that's like unless I have a list like I, I'm pretty good like which I try to make lists of like stuff I want but like if I go to the grocery store because I need groceries and I haven't made a list like just like you might as well put one of everything in my cart <laughs> like just send me <laughs> home with everything except for pickles and olives <laughs> um, yeah, but I hate I cooking actually I don't hate it I hate cooking for myself like I like cooking for people or like grilling or I'll do like a couple like dishes that I really like and will cook for people but like if I had to cook a meal every night I would mm, I don't know so I'm like I said I'm working on this nutrition thing and um Hemi Ely is part of it and she's helping me with it and is like kind of my like co-coach or what I don't know. I Hemi, I don't know what you're called, but you're you're great. <laughs> your mentor. Yeah, my mentor. And so I like texted her tonight because I like got the whole program and it's like the stuff you eat and when and whatever. And I was like, so what are the chances that I could just like pay you <laughs> to like meal prep for me this week and she actually is gonna do it so she's gonna give me a grocery list and I go to the grocery store and get all the things drop them off at her house and like this program we're doing has like a point system and you can eat so many points a day over like three meals and two snacks or kind of like however you want to do it um so I'm gonna have her do lunches and dinners for me for like a week and so she just like cooks it all, puts it in the little packages, and I just go pick them up, and I'll be set. And that that's like perfect. exactly what I need. Like, like I'm more than happy to pay for that kind of service. Go get the food, like, and you just get it ready. Put a sticker on it that says "Eat this at this time on this day," and I'm done. I'm, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm down with that too, because like I love healthy food. I have no problem yeah, with healthy food. I still food. like prepping just, it. Yeah, same. I'm just like too lazy to cook it up and like deal with all of the hullabaloo that comes with it. So, yeah, that's why I do Home Chef. So my saddle sore is cooking, and Hemi is gonna save the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Hemi save the day. Shout out to Hemi. All right. I think that's it. That's it for the new year, for our first pod. We have an exciting pod, I think, coming up. Um, We're going to have a guest who's a barrel racer, and she lives in Oklahoma. And we're going to learn all about barrel racing, which I, like, had a brief conversation with her the other day, and it is so interesting. Like, I just literally don't know anything about it, so it's a lot of fun to listen to, and I think it's something that our listeners would like. Yeah, I'm really excited for that, too, because I also don't know anything about it other than the, like, very, very basics, so I think that'll be a really fun one. 
Well, cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening and happy new year and welcome to season two. And we are just looking forward to hopefully what is a better year than 2020 was. It's a low standard, so. <laughs> Let's get yeah. it. Get it. Get yeah. it. I mean, we might be headed into a civil war, so yeah. it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be worse in 2020, so be prepared. Yeah, so also be prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, then I guess we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.